Welcome, everybody, to Life Over Par Podcast. We are produced by Prior Media. On this podcast, we talk about life and golf and pretty much anything else we feel like talking about. I'd like to thank everybody listening in right now. And let's get this thing rolling. That sound okay? Sounded good. All right. It's a different can. Yeah, slim can. Found this new drink. And we're not going to do a shameful promotion for him, but I'll show you. That looks good. It's, yeah, a strawberry and honey berry vodka lemonade. It's very good. So <clears throat> vodka tonight. Is there chunks of real vodka in there? I think there are. I don't. They're not too chunky, though. No. But, yeah, real vodka. Is in there, straight from the potatoes. I think. <laughs> anyway, this is uh, episode seventy, life over par. Wow, uh, this is going to be uh, another one without Kyle. He is once again busy. Kids are busy. How about that? Who would have thought? Kids, kids get busy. Indeed, three of them. They do. Three of them get like triple busy. Can't imagine. Don't want to. Nope. Can't. I can't myself. <laughs> and again, don't. Nope. Don't want to right now. Uh, I do have a correction from last episode. Um, I believe we said that last place of the tournament of the players gets like $43,000. I believe we said that. Well, that's not true. It's last place of the people that make the cut. Oh, okay. You have to make the cut. So you can get absolute last place after making the cut, like, I don't know, Lee Westwood or something. You know, I think that was one of those guys that did that. Um, let me check real Probably. quick. Yeah, I think it was. But he would have got like 43000 So it wasn't just like show up, get forty three grand. You got to okay. at least make the cut. But still, a lot of money. It's a good weekend. And... Not a correction from last week, but just um, a continuation of something that I believe was on a previous episode, maybe not last week's, but previous ones, about uh, MLB's back. About that happening? Yeah. I'm still confused. Well, there's a part of the agreement in there. So we said they're back. Okay, cool. You wore (laughs) the tiger's hat and everything. Well, part of the agreement would ban shifts. And have a pitch clock and make the bases larger. That's like the part of the agreement. So they're banning the shift. Do you agree with that? No. I think you should be able to, to like stand on the field wherever you want to stand on the field while someone's batting. Right. If you don't want to stand by third, go run over in the outfield. Go over like behind second base. Whatever you want to do. That's strategy. Put the shift on. And somebody tweeted out, you know, the, this part of the agreement and said, imagine if the NFL banned too high safety defenses because some of their quarterbacks uh, couldn't complete big throws against it. <sighs> so they're like, you're not allowed to have this defense anymore because right. you know, some quarterbacks can't, can't right. beat it. Yeah. Is that a effort for to get higher scoring games? Must be. I don't know. It's 
batters that can't push the ball the other way get pissed, I guess. I don't know. So they had to ban the shift. Seems crazy. Stand wherever you want on the field. I don't care. Learn to hit the ball the other way. Right. You're a pro. Allegedly. Oh, yeah. Well, you're getting paid like it. So, yeah, I agree. I think we'll get some of Spranger's feedback from this part more than likely once this is out. He probably loves it. He'll have a little bit of feedback from it. Um, Is there anything new going on in your life, Kevin? Uh, I don't think so. I I survived St. Patrick's Day weekend. You did? And didn't go to jail. Good for you. That's a win. That is a win. Um, there, there was a time that I seen you St. Patty's <laughs> and I looked like I could have gone to jail. You probably could have. Um, I don't think I want to know. There was some good quotes from the weekend and good like comedy things that happened during the weekend. And I'm just going to do very short bits of that. But one of the times that I saw you was later Saturday. Oh, fuck. So <laughs> we were all basically out to other bars. You were still at the Doherty, but we came back to the Doherty after like like three other bar stops. And, and Sammy and I came back. And we were in a room, one of the hotel rooms, you know, that we should have been in. And uh, somebody was resting off a little bit of um, nausea maybe, or um, how would you want to put it? Um, drunk, I guess. Okay. And then you came through the door, and you just kind of looked at us with some dead eyes, uh-huh. very dead eyes. And then I said, like, hey, how you doing? And you, like, had no response. Like, there's no <laughs> words came out of your mouth. You just kind of stared. Oh, God. And you left. And I was like, whoa. I think he is pretty drunk. I think I might have been the drunkest ever. Yeah. So you came back a little after that, and you had food. I did? You had a sandwich or a burger. I don't know what it was. It was like a a messy-looking thing. I wonder where I got that from. I don't know. But you were eating it, and you just came in and stared at us again. I was like, Kevin, you got food? You just stared at us and ate it. Bit it was like <laughs> locking eyes with me, and after you like just ate the food, you walked out again. And I looked, I remember looking back at Sammy going, He had just dead eyes, like there was <laughs> like nothing through those eye. eyes, <laughs> he had nothing going on behind those eyes. Huh. You were just out, yeah, zombie walking around. Yeah, if I talked to you Saturday, I don't remember what we talked about. You didn't talk. Well, I'm saying this to everybody. <laughs> Okay. But it was a good time. St. Patty's was a good time. I got through it. Surprisingly, I didn't have a hangover the whole weekend. You know, I somehow really didn't either. It was great. I was like, <laughs> but I don't think I was out very late Saturday. Nope. Because I got, I got back here and I remember sending a text to Brittany saying, hey, like went home. We went home left the room key on the bed, and she's like, yeah, we're home already too. Yeah. So from there, you must have ran into her somewhere and then got picked up and left. Yeah, I called her like 100 times trying to find her. Mm-hmm. I don't remember this, but At the venue. we can tell from our phones. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, 
Yeah, I woke up at like 6.30 in a panic, not really sure where I was, but I was home. So That'll happen. <laughs> That'll happen. We have just uh, dead eyes, <laughs> not knowing what's going on. God, I wish I'd have just passed out on one of those beds rather than wandered around the hotel. Yeah. <laughs> and I think my favorite quote from the weekend um, was from Jay. Kid running by our table and fell down. And someone's like, that kid just ate shit. And Jay's like, I love kids eat shit. I could watch kids eat shit all day. <laughs> One of my favorite quotes. Uh, yeah, I do remember that. Love when kids eat shit. <laughs> I'd watch kids eat shit all day. Great quote. I mean, you could, really. Right. As long as they didn't get hurt, then it's funny. There's nothing funnier than a fart, except kids falling off bikes, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. It's a letter, Kenny. Quote. <laughs> okay. So we survived. Hope you did too. Hope you had a good time. <sighs> know a lot of people that did. Uh, we missed a week. Um, took a week off because I really didn't feel like taking the time to edit a podcast going into a St. Patty's weekend. So I assume that. Yeah. So I just figured we'll take the week off and we'll we'll start it up now. So. The Players' Championship happened. We haven't recapped that one yet. The winner of that one was Cam Smith from Down Under with Mullet. Uh, $3.6 million to the winner. That's that's good work. That is a that's good work. damn good weekend. Now, the most paid tournament of the year, really, you know, except if you get to the, the finals of the FedEx Cup, but... Kevin, you had both of your guys miss the cut. Yeah, I did. You remember who you had? Mm. Some guy you'll never pick again. Jordan Spieth. There you go. Yeah. And Tony Fino. I picked Tony Fino. You did. Missed the cut, both that of was them. Stupid. Now I took Morikawa, who was pretty highly ranked to, to finish well. And he missed the cut. My dark horse, Tyrrell Hatton, finished T13. So I sit now, well, after the players, not now, because there's another tournament that happened. But after the players, I sat just under $4.7 million, and you were just over $4.5 million. So I, I passed you. You are now last place after the players. So Kyle had JT finish T33, and Bubba Watson finished T68. So he sits just over 7.1 million. He's a cheater. Yeah, I think so. Now, something that happened at the players was a situation on hole 16 with Daniel Berger. Now, I was hoping Kyle would be part of this and we'd have a kind of a three-way conversation going on with this. Here we are. Uh, <laughs> do you know the situation? No. Okay. I so not go back to that. I, I don't get how there's still not a way for golf to figure this out in a more precise way. I get it. It's a game of, like, honor, basically. Like, you have to be truthful about your game and stuff. So right. Berger hit a shot on 16 from the fairway toward the green, but it, it cut a little too much and went in the water. And he thought it crossed the out-of-bounds line up closer to the green. But the two guys they're playing with, uh, Joel Damon 
and Victor Hovland both thought it was further back. So they got into like a bit of an argument, I guess you'll say a heated conversation. And Berger's like, there's no way it crossed the line way back there. Like I was aiming at the left part of the green and it cut, it like cut cross up farther. Right. And they're like, yeah, we don't think so. Like, I'm not comfortable with you dropping up that, that far. I don't think it did. So then a rules official came over, and he was no help at all. He basically was like, yeah, I mean, you guys were the best view at what happened, so figure it out. And it's like, why is there no, like, official way to figure this out? Like, there's cameras everywhere. Right. Yeah. And, and somebody can figure out where it crossed out of bounds. You would think so. Be like, all right, let's get a review on it we'll figure out where you drop instead they're just like no you do what you want to do and if you do it wrong you know we'll let you know later which is like that's bullshit because <laughs> then they can like penalize you if, if you do something wrong later right so they basically the rules official basically said you know burger it's up to you you drop where you feel comfortable that it it crossed but he he couldn't drop where he wanted to because Hovland and Joel Damon were like, no, there's no way it was up there, blah, blah, blah. So he dropped and said, I know this is the wrong place, basically. Like, I'm dropping way further back than I should. This is wrong spot, but I'm going to do it for them. Hmm. Which, like, That's, how is there no way to judge this by now? You would think. There's got to be. I mean, I have a quote right here from Berger that says... Five or six cameras per hole that you can, you can call, kind of figure it out. You can call a rules official and a camera. Yeah. And the rules official said, well, there's, there was no camera that gives a definitive angle. Like, look at the, the angle that was right behind Berger. Look at the angle of the camera past the green, because there's always one on the green with a right. shot coming in. Look at both of those and try to determine where it is and have a rules official say... This is where it crossed. This is where you'll drop. Don't leave it up to, well, I think it was this, because who knows where they were standing to where their angle might have been different from where Burgers was, right where he hit. Yeah. So it's like, how do you not figure that out yet? That is Rules official on every hole, and there's cameras, like four or five cameras on every hole. You can figure out where to drop. You would think. I don't know. So. So he ended up bogeying the hole, and he wasn't too happy, but he did it anyway, like, further back, just to make his playing partners, like, not upset with him, well, I guess. I, I guess that's a good thing. I mean, but I mean, it's stupid that they can't figure it out. They but. were both in contention in the tournament. I think Berger was, like, T8, and Hovland was, like, T5 or T6 at that time. So, like, they're both there. Right. Both like looking at seven hundred grand or more for the most part. So it's it's pretty important to figure this out because this is for a lot of money. I don't know. I don't know, man. You I think they need to figure that out. Flip a coin or split the difference, maybe. They just need to figure it out. I certainly wouldn't go all the way back to where no. someone else thought I was. No. <laughs> I'd I'd figure it out. I mean, there's there's always like a blimp in the air too, doing like overhead stuff. Oh, yeah. Couldn't you, which maybe they weren't filming that shot, but there's cameras somewhere that can be reviewed and they can figure it out. But anyway, that was my little thing on on the 16th of the players. And we move forward to the Valspar. Now, I don't like to say this winner's name, 
because it's the guy that's already in first in our, in our thing. Kyle. No, Sam Burns, winner. Oh, yeah. Fuck Kyle. $1,404,000 to Sam Burns, who was Kyle's pick. And at one point in the last day, the final day of the Valspar, we had first, second, and third place. Yeah. Yeah, I watched a lot of the final day. That was nice. So we, we did good picking. Uh, I took DJ, who tied for 39th, and Brian Harmon, T5, was his finish. That puts me just over 5 mil. You had JT, who finished T3, and Hughes, who missed the cut. You finished just under 5 mil. There's like $35,000 that separate us now. And then Kyle, who had Burns which was first place, and Molinari, who was like last place. So he filled in the first and last spot. So now he's at $8.5 million. It's a hefty lead. we got a little bit to go, but we haven't even hit a major yet. Let's take so a, there's time. Let's take 100000 away from him for every episode he misses. I agree with that. If you Should we take feel, a vote on it? Yeah, if you feel the same way, you know, <laughs> send us a message, let us know. Should he lose a hundred grand for every every episode he misses? And I know you're going to be like, "Well, he's got three kids, you know, he's busy." I know, and that's why we're not making it two hundred fifty. Yeah, yeah, we could have made it more. <laughs> this is a generous number, I say, hundred grand, generous. So Sam Burns back to back winner. Um, really wasn't wasn't rooting for him. One because it was Kyle's, and two. I don't know why I just don't like Sam Burns. I don't hate him. I just don't like him. I don't like I don't when why. Kyle picks him and he does well. Well, every time that. I don't, whoever <laughs> Kyle picks. Uh, Not so much you, but I don't want you to do well either because I need to catch up. Right. And now I'm in second, so I did. Now I got to pass Kyle. But did you see the interaction between JT and the rules official on at the Valspar? I don't remember all of it, but I thought I did. Um, he he basically hit his ball. There's something in the way, and he asked a rules official if it's uh, usually there mm-hmm. or not usually there. Right. And the rules official says, it usually isn't here, but we deemed it as a boundary fence. He says, okay, so it is a temporary but it's not a TIO, temporary immovable object. Mm-hmm. And the <laughs> official says, correct, because uh, that doesn't seem to make much sense, does it? <laughs> and, <laughs> and the rules official just goes, uh, and he says, no, all right, thanks. <laughs> so hmm. I don't think he got his way, but he definitely made that guy seem dumb. <laughs> seem dumb. Yeah. yeah. Huh. So they deemed a... Temporary immovable object, not temporary. That's that's weird. <laughs> temporary is temporary, right? I I don't know. I don't know. Apparently, it was a boundary fence that weekend. I guess. So we now sit just to get the final totals out again. I am just over five mil. Kevin just under five mil, and Kyle at eight point five mil. So we got some work to do. We got some work to do. This week's tournament, it's it's different. It's a match play thing. This is a very long name. The world 
what do they call this? World Golf Championships Dell Technologies Match Play. I yeah, think. that sounds right. WGC. Like WGC Dell Technologies Match Play. It's, it's a long name. 64 er, player field, and it's actually a bracket. So we, we did brackets. One thing we did not figure out here. March Madness bracket. Yeah. One thing we didn't figure out is how are we paying this? Um, well, Kyle so, gets zero because he didn't turn his bracket in on time. He was late. So deduction, <laughs> of course. Um, so are we doing it like certain number of points earns you money? And then if you pick the correct winner, you win the winner money or wherever... Whoever you picked as a winner, wherever they finish, you get that money. And then you get money for correct bracket scores, maybe. That sounds right. Sounds good. But so what money do we determine? So let's let's see this. We'll go. You get one point for the correct round of 16 pick, two points for quarterfinal, four points for semis. Eight points for final and 16 points for the correct winner. So it kind of just doubles as you go. And then we'll say whoever has the most correct, like bracket points, you win 10th place money for that. Okay. Now I got to figure out what is 10th place money. (laughs) Oh boy. You'll have to go back and re listen to all this. WGC match play payout. I'll remember it. I'll remember it. Here we go. Payouts. So 10th place will get 220 grand. Does that fair? Yes. Okay. So the correct winner gets you the winner money, obviously, but it also gets you points in your bracket. But having who you picked as your winner Wherever they finish, you get that money as well. Okay. That being said, time to go over brackets? Yes. Okay. We'll do this kind of try to get through it quickly because I know this is very interesting stuff (laughs) that we're going over right now, especially if you're not into golf. You're probably really locked in on what's going on. Get your brackets out. Yeah, everybody. Compare brackets. Everybody pull your brackets out now. I know it's Monday, and most of you didn't even know this was happening. That's right. But... Um, let's compare some brackets. So I need to go to here and see Kyle's bracket. And some of it, I don't believe, but at least, (laughs) at least we all picked a different winner. So that's good. So we won't have that going. Um, all right. Do you have your bracket? I do. Okay. So starting top left and working our way down and then we'll go up to the other top and down. So who do you have coming out of, uh, we'll just call this group one. Patrick Reed. Okay. I have Rom. Kyle has Rom. Group two. Harold Vaughner, the third. Uh, Kyle Lowry. I have Lowry. Three. Westwood. Gooch and Gooch. Kyle is the same so far. Damn. DJ. I have Max Homa. Kyle has DJ. Uh, Four or five. Scotty Scheffler. That's who I have. Kyle has Fitzpatrick. Uh, six. Tom Hoagie. I have Tom Hoagie. Kyle has Horschel. Uh, seven. Daniel Berger. I have Berger. Kyle has Kim. This is where I just say, like, I don't believe this, but 
<laughs> okay, so Kim won his first round, and now Kyle's picking it. Okay. So, okay, it's Berger. Berger and Kim. And then eight. Cantley. That's what I have, and Kyle has M. Knowing Kyle's past, it sounds sketchy, but... <laughs> Are you talking about his racism? Yeah, he's picking Kim and him. I don't think so. But here we go. That's what he supposedly picked. Uh, other top right corner now, uh, nine. Colin Morikawa. Pick Morikawa. Kyle picked Garcia. You really think he picked Garcia? <laughs> I think he probably I don't did. know why. I feel like he's a closeted Garcia fan. He took him a long way, too. Yeah. It's weird. Um, uh, Ten. Harmon. Harmon and Harmon. Uh, Eleven. Red Hot. Corey Connors. That's me too. Kyle took Paul Casey. Stupid. Which, this is where I feel like he cheated, and then he tried to make it look like he didn't cheat. (laughs) Because he's like, see, I picked Paul Casey, and all I heard was he had a hurt back. Okay, that's all you heard. Okay. But he would have picked Paul Casey. I guarantee it. Out of that That's what he said, too. He's like, you know I would have picked him anyway. So 9, 10, 11, 12. Shoffley. Yep, Xander. All three of us. And then the 13. JT. Justin JT Thomas. and Kevin, or Kevin Kisner for Kyle. Uh, 14. Justin Rose. Jordan Spieth for Kyle. And I picked Keegan Bradley. Uh, 15. I have Henley. Uh, wow. All different on this one, too. He went Nah, and I went Neiman. That Neiman pick was rough on day one. <laughs> Uh, wow. Uh, like the worst match play beating since I think they started this, I think. Really? I did not <laughs> yeah, see it was the like final on that. But. Eight and seven, I think, was left. They went 12 holes. Ugh. That was it. Uh, and then 16th pool. Zalatoris. Kyle did the same. I went Hovland. So that being said, we'll just jump to final four, I think, because this is good stuff. So <laughs> final four. Top left, what you got? Harold Varner the third. I have John Rahm. Kyle has DJ. Wow. Bottom left. Scotty Scheffler. Kyle has Fitzpatrick. I have Daniel Berger. Top right. Sander. Shoffley. Wow. Kyle has Garcia. I have Brian Harmon. All different so far. Okay. Uh, bottom left, or bottom right. JT. Kyle has Spieth. I have Neiman. So we all have different guys Very in our final four. Brackets. So the finals, what you got? Xander and Harold Varner. I have Berger and Harmon. Kyle has DJ Garcia. And your winner? DJ Garcia. That sounds like a yeah, golfer. Yeah. Uh, Harold Varner the third, winning for me. I have Berger. Kyle has DJ. So we're very different on the uh, final four there. Yeah. I like that. That makes, like that. that makes the point system really stand out here with how that works. Um, he I, said a total of 11 birdies in the championship match. I said eight. I said nine. Okay. Close there. All different. So that's good. That is the Dell. We'll see how that goes. Come on, Berger. I have no idea how today went. I only know that Patrick Reed can't come out a winner in the group I picked him. Love for. it. I love that. I'm good with that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I love that. Like Patrick Reed, I just I love it. You probably had him losing the next round anyway because Varner, it, right? So you, would you lose one point? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. 
So perfect. I don't know how today went either. I do know I looked a little bit. I thought Berger was winning his, but I don't know if he ended up winning. And I think Neiman was winning his after his beat down from the day before. But. And of course, I'm rooting for uh, Seamus Power to go through the whole thing too, but well, yeah. didn't pick him. Yeah, of course. So that's it. Come on, Burger. I didn't know before we did this. I don't know if it's the absolute worst, but that's what I thought I heard on Golf Channel, that Burger has like the worst record in this tournament. Oh, really? Yeah, and I picked him. He's never made it out of the pool play. <laughs> it's like the worst. And I picked him to win. <laughs> so he's going to have to make a big turnaround. I like that. Yeah, not good. <laughs> but I thought, you know what? He's playing pretty decent right now. I thought he was turning some things around. He can do this. But apparently he's just not a match play guy. But we'll see. Well, I don't know what he did today, but he he lost day one. I took him one round. So okay. hopefully yep. he so, gets that far and then stops. That. Oh, I took him two rounds. You okay. can go two rounds. Two rounds. Okay. That's the Dell uh, match play. Those are our brackets. We'll see how that goes on Monday. Um, last little bit here on golf, and then we can get get off of it a little bit. Uh, the Masters coming up, and <sighs> player photos on Masters dot com. I don't know if you saw this. I've John Rahm's photo. Oh no, no. I'll show you. They have since changed it. <laughs> John Rahm's photo is him like after a full swing posing. Like you would a normal picture of a of a player, but what club is he holding? That's a that's a putter. I that's believe. a putter. He's like a full swing holding a pose. That's a putter. <laughs> and everyone's like, John uh, Rahm's picture on the official master site of him holding a finish after violently swinging his putter in frustration, <laughs> and that's the picture they use. Uh, and once that made its way around the internet. I did notice they switched it, so it's not that picture anymore. Do you think the person in charge of that just doesn't like John Rahm? And I don't think he noticed. I think that was. I'm just sure like a that's picture. the case, but I'd rather think that he just also didn't like John Rahm. It looks as though John Rahm is sweating his ass off. Oh uh, yeah, it does. Uh, so maybe they think just didn't is. like John Rahm because <laughs> only only somebody that doesn't like him would be like, I'm using a picture of, of him sweating his ass off with a very frustrated face as he swings his putter. That's your official picture. Violently swings a putter. Yeah. And just holding <laughs> pose. It's it's a good picture if you don't like John Rahm. John Rahm's mom. So, That's commitment to... Uh... Swing your putter out of frustration and hold the pose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you're going to do it, you got to do it right. <laughs> hold pose. Um, another thing on photos, it's it's just out that Tiger is in the photo field. Whether he's in the real field for the Masters, I don't know. Right. But he's listed on the website as in the field. There's nothing that's come out that said he's not playing yet. And even in the list at the bottom of the Masters page that says previous champions not playing this year, they don't mention Tiger Woods. 
And I seen something that said a representative from Tiger said that he has not decided yet what he's going to do. So you're saying there's a chance. There's a chance. I'm I'm not I'm not hopeful. I didn't think he would I definitely didn't think he would play this year. I'm not hopeful for the Masters. <laughs> I think some point this year, yes. But I think he's just kind of holding out because right now it's creating buzz online. He gonna get that pip. <laughs> Let me get this buzz real quick. Uh, get these pip points and then I'll drop out. I mean, you know, you you could just show up and play. You'd get the pip still. Yeah, but this way he can still just continue with recovery. True. And he's still getting pit points by people Googling, is Tiger playing? Right. He's getting all that. He's like, oh, Tiger's in the Masters field? His pitcher's on there? Masters.com. Here we go. Look for him. Boom. They're looking. So that's it. Will he play? I think not. Has Hideki posted a menu yet? Haven't seen it. Curious. Haven't seen it. Should be soon, though. Um, off of golf. Half hour through now. Got okay. out of got out of golf. Whew. Thought it would never end. Big question that's sweeping the internet. Kevin, wheels or doors? I don't understand the question. No. Okay. Well, here we go. We're breaking it to you. Are there more wheels? Or doors in the world. And this was just a random like poll that went on Twitter that like went viral. And people are going back and forth like everywhere arguing there's more wheels than doors or there's more doors than wheels in the world. My my initial reaction would be to say doors. Really? Why? Because uh, my first thought for wheels is like cars. Mm-hmm. Cars have four mm-hmm. wheels. Cars right. have four doors, mostly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that kind of... Yeah, and spare tires. So there's spare five. Tire. Okay, five. But then you have a house with no wheels, usually. And... Can you... How many doors are down here, you think? How many doors? Yeah. At least three. You know how many wheels are down here? Well, that's a good point, but <laughs> that that chair has ten. What about cabinet doors? That counts. Yeah, that chair has ten wheels. Why the fuck does your chair have ten wheels? Because there's one wheel on each side of each like caster wheel. It's one of those setups. You're of the a wheel. You're the only person I know. Wrong, wrong. Every wheel like that has that. No. Yeah, every one. They're like two plastic wheels. In this case, rubber that sandwich together on a bearing basically and that's how they roll so there's two wheels for each oh, okay. leg that comes out of the well, chair. now i get what you're saying so that's got 10 and then your car's got four and mine's got four well, what about all the bikes in the world you know how many pedal bikes are in the world how many scooters too many mopeds shopping carts they got four wheels all of them there's a lot of shopping carts out there hmm. it's got to be wheels right yeah, you make a good argument, right? Uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not fighting too hard for doors. Okay, 
Well, you're, you're making this not as interesting then. I was hoping you would be I like, there's no way. You, you're like, no, there's no way. Look I, at, I mean, look at you, doors here. You made good points. You made you brought up a lot of things I didn't think about in the yeah. four seconds I had from the question to my answer. That's, well, I assumed you understood this. I didn't know I was breaking news to you about wheels uh, and doors. No, it's sweeping I, the internet. Not my internet. <laughs> okay. Uh, I weird. thought that would maybe last a little longer. I thought maybe we had a little more of a back and forth argument on this. I, I'm. I wish you had Kyle for that. I you know would. it worked a lot better than if you would have said wheels, because <laughs> I would have been forced to pick doors. You'd be like, "What about tables? There might be more tables in the world than." Oh no, you're talking about tables like people took the doors off of their closet <laughs> and used it as a beer pong table. Oh uh, yeah, still counts as a still door. Counts as a door. What about all the door stores? You know, <laughs> every closet door, every. Uh, cabinet door, you know, all that stuff. Like, what about 18 wheelers? Door store, a lot of wheels. You know, there's not a lot of door stores, there's a lot of tire stores. There is, and I was gonna bring up the the ultimate that was gonna just bury you if you're really gonna go with tables <laughs> and say Legos. Tables, Legos, they make the most tires in the world, and they gotta have a little wheel to go with those tires. That's true. They do make doors, but not near as many doors. Not as many doors, no. And there's a lot of bikes, <sighs> unicycles. Don't see any doors on them unicycles. Yeah, okay. So Sorry to agree with you, but I'm going to have to agree with you. And trailers. Trailers don't have doors. Some of them do, but most of them, like an open trailer. Four wheels. Two to four or wheels. More. Maybe maybe six. Right. It's a long one. It's got to be wheels. Somebody argue with me on here. Come on our Facebook if you're a door person. Fight for doors. Let's fight for doors, people. But I'm on Team Let's Wheels. Hear it. Team Wheels here. That's that's doors and wheels for you there, Kevin. All right. On to our next segment, and I've I've kind of been looking forward to this one. So I came across a post that I thought was very odd as far as food goes. Um White rice with peanut butter on it. It's weird. Never had it. Seems I'm not weird. Say it's weird. Seems weird though, right? No. I think most people would say that's kind of weird. So, what is a weird food combo that you like, but most other people would probably think it's it's weird, or they haven't tried it and they just think it's weird? I absolutely love peanut butter and pickle sandwiches. I love those too. Peanut butter and bologna sandwiches. I've never tried the bologna. Peanut butter and pickle and bologna sandwich. <laughs> and peanut butter and pickle banana sandwich. Oh, fuck yeah. Peanut butter banana. That's not weird. Yeah, Everybody that's not loves weird that. at all. No. Uh, so that's yours, a pickle, peanut butter pickle, peanut butter bologna. Yes. Okay. There's a lot of weird things that people do with peanut butter. So I would put peanut butter on anything. I, I don't find this weird. And actually... Most people I think that I've talked to don't really find it weird, but I don't think I eat a lot of weird food. Right. So I would say like the weirdest thing for me might be I use French fries to eat my Frosty. Oh, it's great. It's great. That's a little salty with, uh, frosty. with the ice cream. Yeah. So that's kind of like the weirdest thing I could think of that I guess I would say I eat that seems weird. I had a friend at work that crunched up Doritos in his peanut butter and jelly sandwiches every time. Mm. I found, I never tried it. 
Mm-hmm. I found that very strange. Yeah. So I searched. Ooh, I guess I do have another one. Just popped in my head, you know, St. Patty's weekend, maybe uh, last year or two years ago. The White House. Really late. We were drunk. We mixed, we mixed uh, ranch and strawberry jam I remember together, you and it was known as scranch or stranch, depending stranch. on how you want to pronounce it. And it was stranch for strawberry jam and ranch. Some pronounce it as scranch because it just sounds cooler to say, say scranch. <laughs> and we ate french fries with it and whatever else we drunkenly wanted to eat with it. But we called it stranch or scranch. Ranch and jam. Let me tell you what. I have not tried it since then, but at that moment, it was great. Most people would probably find that weird. Yeah, I, I'm i going to miss my uh, sausage, sauerkraut, and mm. uh, horseradish pizza yeah. this yeah, year. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> so good. That's disgusting anyway. <laughs> um, but speaking of disgusting, at least I think so, I looked up a few other weird food combos. Let's get your thoughts on these ones. Um, apparently, there are people out there that like putting mustard on their watermelon. Really? No. I've seen a lot of people put salt on it. I don't like yeah. that either. I've seen the salt. That's that's definitely more common than mustard. I've never seen mustard. Weird. Weird. How about applesauce on your pizza? Mm, I feel like I could do it, I'm a, but it's weird. I'm a big fan of pineapple on pizza, mm-hmm. so yeah, uh, applesauce and pork chops. That's a, Ooh. that's a. Oh. I mean, I I think I could do applesauce on pizza. I don't think it's something I would do a lot of, but I think I could do it. I wouldn't. I don't think it'd be that bad. Yeah. Um, ketchup on your waffles. No. Not doesn't sound appealing at all, really. No, just give me maple syrup, <laughs> or even or even peanut butter on your. Oh well, yeah, you could do that too. Um, here's another one: mayonnaise and pineapple sandwich. Uh I don't know. I don't know about that. I've uh, I've definitely had like toasted mayonnaise and tomato. That was it, and that's pretty good. I think I have tried that before. Not very often, like once. Yeah. That's pretty good. It didn't seem like there was much to it. I needed more to a sandwich than than that. But yeah, people do it. People do it. So how about apple pie with cheese on it? Mm, I don't think so. See, I've never heard of that in my life. But when I brought it up before to other people, it seemed like that one of all these were people like, I've seen people do that. Like, Slices of cheese in your apple pie? You've seen this? Oh. That's very weird. Is it definitely slices? Or they yeah, like this is a slice. I got a picture for Pouring nacho cheese on it. No. It's like a <laughs> chunk off a block right on your apple pie. <laughs> that is weird, right? Uh, that doesn't look very right. weird. <laughs> and then there's this one, which is mustard on your pumpkin pie. No. Disgusting. I don't really like pumpkin pie. <laughs> or Yeah, you wouldn't like that one then. <laughs> and then the last one on here, which um, I find very weird, but guess what? We're going to try it. And we're going to try it right now. Oh, boy. Okay? <laughs> I was, I was oh, hiding this stuff down shit. here. Hiding this stuff down here. 
So I'm not going to tell you everything it is yet. But uh, you gonna make me take a bite of it? No, no, it's not done yet. I just, I just didn't want the bread to get dried out. So that is a peanut butter sandwich. But there's more that goes on it. So don't take a bite yet. Okay. All right. What you need to do is open it up. Because what what we're putting on this is a peanut butter and onion sandwich. Uh, that sounds terrible, right? I don't know. Peanut butter and onion. I think I could get behind this. <laughs> okay. Do you like onion then? Yeah. Well, just 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 you know, shake a little of that out. You want me to do it? You can shake because I got to get my sandwich open still. Oh gosh! Make sure you get a good good amount on there. Yeah, I don't know how much onion to do with my peanut butter. Oh, you got you, you got to do more than that. Load this thing up. Come on, you can go a little more than that. <laughs> you're making me nervous, man. Ah, you can go more than that. I got to dip my toes in. No, you can go a little Here, more. Show me what just, you're just a little more. Show me what you're gonna do first. <laughs> you son of a bitch. That's a lot of onion, dude. Dude, I know. The picture I saw, it was just loaded. <laughs> so you need a little more. Because look at that. Uh, look at that. Dude. This is going to be disgusting. You know that? It's also not going to sound good eating no. this into a microphone. No, it's going to sound great. So there, there it is. That is plenty of onion. Uh, Yeah. On the sandwich. So let's, uh, let's close the sandwich back up. Oh, boy. Make sure you have a drink ready. <laughs> you ready? We're going to try the peanut butter and onion sandwich. <sighs> Cheers. Cheers. What are you getting? Well, a hint of peanut butter and a big hint of onion. <laughs> yeah. With a little bread. A little crunchiness. It's not like it's crunchy peanut butter. It's not quite like that. No. There is crunch. But I, I think I got to take another bite just to be sure. I got to get more in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got to do it. You got to do it right. Let's do that. Let's rip this baby in half and get a good middle. Oh, boy. Middle bite. Hmm. It's definitely edible. Yeah. I'm not going to go cut up onions to make it. No. It's not great. <laughs> I mean, I'm good without it. <laughs> yeah. But people do that, apparently. I, it's worth a try. I love it with pickles, so. Yeah. That last bite there was very oniony. Uh yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm done with it, if you are. Yeah, thanks, though. Yeah. So, we at least tried it. And yeah. that is a no-go. <laughs>
That's a no-go for me. Yeah. Like, if you offer that to me at your house, I'm going to eat it, to be polite. But uh, Oh, you will? Oh, yeah. I, oh, I, just, <laughs> yeah. I just did. I just did. Yeah. That was just me being polite. Mm-hmm. It was fucking terrible. Yeah, that wasn't good. <laughs> I'm going to need... Yeah, I'm going to need a good drink. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I, um, yeah, making a mess. A lot of breadcrumbs. I don't suggest... <clears throat> onion, peanut butter. Breath is probably bad right now. I'd right, assume. Probably bad breath. Definitely tastes like onions. Yeah. So I'd pass on that. <laughs> so I, I think of the weird ones that I did come up with. Pizza applesauce, I think, was most appealing on the list of what was there. I kind of want to try mayonnaise and pineapple. Where were you with that? Pineapple was not as easy as cutting an onion. <laughs> onion was easy. And that's what I went with. And I don't have mayonnaise. I have Miracle Whip. And that's mm. expensive stuff. I'm not wasting it. <laughs> expensive. So that was it. That was weird foods um, that we had. I had some <clears throat> some other um, options that I seen that I didn't go over with you because there's so many out there. Right. And I feel like the ones I picked were ones that are like... Ones that like people might actually make and like eat, because then there's some that were just off the wall. Like that's just a pregnancy like craving. Yeah, that's not real. Like <clears throat> people don't really eat Oreos and salsa. People don't do that. <laughs> but it was on the list of like weird stuff. People don't do that though. No, I don't think so. I don't think anybody just normally is like, yeah, we're gonna try this. What about Cheerios and orange juice? I did see. Ooh, excuse me. That was an onion. Ooh, <laughs> oof. Onion burn in the mouth there. Uh, definitely, uh, drink. definitely never had Cheerios and orange juice, but I feel like I could I could try that one. I could try that, yeah. Yeah. Well, that is what I have this week. Get off here, Siri. <clears throat> On to something we learned this week. Did you learn anything this week, Kevin? Uh, I learned a word. Grace us with your knowledge this week, Kevin. All right, one second. I have to find the word. Okay. You didn't really learn it. <clears throat> You're just finding it and reading it. Yeah. Okay. But I've never heard of this before being a thing. Okay. It is uh, arachibutyrophobia. Sounds like a phobia that has something to do with spiders. No. Not the arach. It has something to do with what we've discussed this episode, and it is specifically hmm. the fear of getting peanut butter stuck to the roof of your mouth. Really? <laughs> Can you believe? That's Say a it phobia. Arachibutyrophobia. Hmm. I, There's a lot of weird That's how phobias. my phone pronounced it to me. I think I'm saying it right, but. There's a lot of weird phobias out there, so I can imagine they made up a word for that. <clears throat> yeah, I can imagine that. I knew, I knew we were going to talk about weird foods. Right, so you went with Peanut that butter one. would come that up. Makes sense. So. That makes sense. I see what you did. Okay, <laughs> I get it. Uh, something I learned this week. At the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo, a steer sold for a record amount. A million dollars. A steer. Sold 
Yeah, a steer sold for a million dollars. And the steer's name was Vanilla Ice. A million dollars. I have a feeling there had to be something to do with charity, like some of the money or whatever the money was going to charity. Right. And that's how it got so high. But a million dollars for a steer. That's insane. That is crazy. When, Like recently? Was this? Yeah, recently. Yeah. All right. And then I had one more that I didn't fully learn all the way because I watched the video on it. I'm trying to get to it now. And I only watched it once, and that was on Monday. This is Thursday. This is Thursday. So I didn't like fully sink in my brain. But you know, they they think they call them chemtrails on airplanes? Yeah. Do you know what that is? What that really is? No. That is the airplane dumping fuel out of its wings. Hmm. And do you know why they do this? I do not. Well... You see, a plane can only land with so much weight. So they gas or fuel up the plane for its trip. And then they have to see like how much weight is going onto the plane from luggage and people and all this other stuff. So then when they get an overall weight of the plane, it's it's not for takeoff, it's for landing because if it's too heavy... You'll just break the landing gear all up and you'll basically crash on the ground. So, for instance, you were flying across country and somebody on your your flight had a heart attack or something and they had to get to a hospital. They had to land the plane early. Well, they have all this fuel to go across country and all this weight that is overweight to land. So they basically have to dump fuel in the air in order to get below weight to land carefully and safely. That is crazy. So that's basically what they're doing. Then they, they have to do it or supposed to do it at a certain elevation so the fuel dissipates before it gets to the ground or else you'd have like a situation like a big bucket of water at the water park dumping on people, <laughs> something like that. So, and there's a lot of calculations apparently that goes involved in that because they're like, okay, we got to go here instead of our actual destination. That'll burn this much fuel. So we have to dump this much X amount of gallons of fuel for the weight to drop, you know, minus what we burn to get there. It's a big calculation apparently. Right. So they're just dumping fuel in the sky. Hmm. So they get to a light enough weight to land. That's why. That's crazy. I did not know that. Yeah, I thought that was very interesting. I've heard of I've heard them called chemtrails before, but never I didn't understand if they were really chemtrails or what people were really talking about. I didn't know why that happens. And maybe some of that is something different. I don't know, but from that video, I think it's just dumping fuel. I think that's all it is. Hmm. So they like gas up for what they estimate they need to get there. And then once it gets weighed as they're taking off and they're in the air and they get the weight, they know what they have to get rid of to land. Yeah. That is interesting. You'd hate to be too heavy because then you just hit and belly out. The landing gear just goes right. to shit and then you're skidding across the ground. So that's kind of why they do it. Yeah. But that's it. That's all I got. All right. That 
is episode 70. We are 26 days away from Kentucky. We are two weeks away from the Masters. So can't wait. Maybe we'll have another episode before the Masters. We'll see how this goes. Probably. We'll see. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed this one. Um, my breath is terrible now. Yep. I will uh, brush my teeth, chew gum, something tonight. All I taste is onion. For sure. Oh, yeah. Just onion. People do that on purpose. Gross. It is gross. Um, thank you for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. Kevin? I... Sometimes I just Google image Pauline and Gretzky. You ever do that? <laughs>